Trade my 4 by 4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again I even told him please I find it crazy the police to shoot you And know that you did, but still tell you Hello, how is it going? To everybody who's tuning into this podcast, my name is Jalen Johnson, and today we're going to be talking about a serious matter, but if you do like the music at the beginning of the podcast, it is The Bigger Picture by Little Baby, and it's talking about the topic that we're talking about today, um, basically just the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, if you want to know more, and if you've been living under a rock the past couple of you know months... Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is basically like a, a movement that is uh, dedicated to fighting racism and anti-black violence, especially in the form of like police brutality. Uh, beginning uh, first, beginning with the um, the killing of um, Trayvon Martin. Um, if you don't know about him, we'll talk about him later on in the podcast. But um, um, basically, there's three things we're going to be talking about today. Um, number one, we're going to go into like historical important figures that have uh, led to this um, big movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. We're also going to talk about um, the purpose of it, um, what really, really, really caused it to come about. And um, we're also going to talk about almost like the heroism of the Black Lives Matter movement dealing with the, the historical figure, but also the people that are helping like um, – like empower the movement and um, that type of stuff. So that's what we're going to go over today in this podcast. So as I said, um, we're going to be talking about the Black Lives Matter um, movement. And there's it started off with the killing of Trayvon Martin. Um, but we cannot forget about the historical, like important figures that first brought about, you know, the civil rights movement or um, the time during slavery, so people like Harry Tubman or like MLK, even Jackie Robinson had um, a, a part in this Black Lives Matter movement. You know, it's not just uh, it's not just the people today. So, you know, we want to acknowledge those people and, you know, let's just talk about it. Um, so the first person to start off with, obviously, um, in this case, would have to be MLK. Um, if you don't know who MLK is, he was a civil rights leader, and everyone knows him for um, his uh, his speech, the I Have a Dream speech. That was delivered um, August 28th of 1963 on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Basically, what it was about, he basically was talking about how just how African Americans, even after 100 years later, they still weren't free from slavery and um, how the how African-Americans were still like um, crippled by the segregation and chains of like discrimination um, and how they were affected by poverty. And he just wanted to that's a lot about what he talked about in his speech. But this created such an uproar of like unity between the African-American community 
And it's almost like we see that today, um, how there's just such a big, like, just unity of African-Americans basically joined up with each other to go against this police brutality. And um, that's almost like, you know, how MLK is doing. Now, obviously, MLK was a peaceful protest, uh, a protester. And um, many, many people see um, that the Black Lives Matter movement nowadays isn't as peaceful. Um, in my opinion, I can attest to this. I think it's really hard for us to do peaceful protests nowadays because, well, I'm an African-American and I can tell you that it kind of sucks when you're trying to say your part and you're completely ignored over and over again. So now it's seen as, hey, if we were to do violent protests, you notice we started, you, we started going on the news and people started taking us seriously. So, I mean, yes, we did learn from MLK and we brought some of his ideas over to the Black Lives Matter movement, but we also have to make our own to adjust to the society we have today. Um, another person, like I was saying earlier, Jackie Robinson. Now, many of you could have questions like, Jackie Robinson, how would he have to deal with the Black Lives Matter movement? Well, look at it in this way. Jackie Robinson was an, an African-American who basically worked his butt off to like advance the civil rights on and off like the baseball field. As many people know, African-Americans weren't like accepted like during his time period, basically like the 1930, 1950 time or that area. Um, I'm sorry, lost my train of thought. Uh, around that time period, they it wasn't like they were accepted. So the fact that he went out his way to still like advance the civil rights movement and um even while having all this discrimination just just he was almost like a role model see like we're talking about heroism and how it connects with the black lives matter movement you not only have to do something you know big like mlk but like heroism in the black lives matter movement is almost like being like a role model or being like that sense of um that push um inspiring others to, you know what i'm getting at that's that's what i see as heroism throughout all this um like also with like harriet tubman and like frederick Douglass. not only did they push for like african-american like civil rights and for us to basically be a perfect union you know it's it's just they inspired others and when people look at what they did they're like wow like i want to be like them and not you know not only did they only did they do stuff these people um you know people um alive or that have passed away they also helped this movement but this is just one of the topics we're talking about and uh we still have two more to go we still have the basically how this came about so basically we're going to talk about trayvon martin we're going to talk about george floyd um just just how they came about and we're also going to talk about 
basically the heroism behind it. We're also going to give a little me being an African-American and an insight about the Black Lives Matter movement. And, um, yeah, we're also going to just end off with a summary of the whole thing. And then we're just going to end off with a little bit more of a song and then we're going to call it a day. So let's go. So as I said from earlier, um, the Black Lives Matter movement is based as a movement that fight that's fighting racism and anti-black violence, um, especially in the form of like police brutality. Um, it's been seen a lot on the news and it's honestly just it, it's just crazy. But it first started it first really started off when um, George Zimmerman, uh, a man of like German and Peruvian descent. He was uh, charged with um, fatally shooting um, Trayvon Martin. He uh, Trayvon Martin was an unarmed black teenager in Florida, and uh, this happened in uh, 2012. Um, to give you the story, if you don't really know about it or you just need a refresher, Trayvon Martin, um, as I said, he was an African-American teenager who basically was walking from a 7-Eleven, and he had a bag of Skittles and a Karen of Arizona iced tea. Um, the thing that kind of set it off for George Zimmerman, I believe, was just how suspicious Trayvon Martin looked. Like he had a hood on with some dark gray sweatpants, you know, um, and he'd walk out. And uh, I guess George Zimmerman just, he just saw him as a threat, which just seemed really, really crazy to me, you know. Uh, George Zimmerman was, he was, uh, he was a 28 year old and he was volunteering for a neighborhood watch. Um, and basically the words of George Zimmerman, he's, when he saw Trayvon Martin, he said, this guy looks like he's up to no good or he's on drugs or something. It's raining and he's just walking around. So he are, he's already having that, you know, he already, he's already feeling like threatened or like he's being really cautious about Trayvon Martin, even though he really didn't do anything, you know? And he uh, killed Trayvon Martin, um, sadly, and that's what really sparked this Black Lives Matter movement. Now, that's even though Trayvon Martin did spark it, it wasn't really like a big thing until George Floyd was killed. Now, with George Floyd, this is honestly to me and to a lot of people, this is just really, really crazy. You know, a lot of people don't. When a lot of people see this video, it's just, it's mind blowing. And, you, uh, and you know, this is an audio podcast. So, I mean, looking at a video and hearing the video won't be the same. So if you would like to look it up, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. You can look it up online, but it's just so disheartening. So basically on um, May 25th, um, Minneapolis uh, police officers, they were called because a convenience store employee was um, accused uh, George Floyd about having a counterfeit $20 bill. Um, George Floyd was then approached by the cops where he was pinned down by three police officers, which seems a little mind-blowing to me, knowing that three people have to take care of one man, but that's how it is nowadays. And they, um, one of the cops had him pinned down with his knee. George Floyd 
kept saying, hey, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, comes to saying I can't breathe, which is a really big like saying nowadays when it comes to the Black Lives uh, Matter movement. Um, the, the officer that was, um, that had his knee on George Floyd's neck was a Derek Chauvin, I believe Chauvin, if I'm mispronouncing his name, he was recently, um, charged with third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. It took damn long enough, but he had his neck. I mean, sorry, he had his knee on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 15 seconds. George Floyd then lost consciousness for a full minute and 20 seconds. And then the paramedics arrived at the scene where he eventually died. Um, But this was really, really the big thing that sparked a lot of what is happening today. And it's after looking at the video, it's me as an African-American, you know, it's, it, it lights a fire in you. You know what I mean? It's just, what happened to Trayvon Martin and George Floyd was really, really, really bad. And was, and even though they had both have passed away, I would count them as heroes because of the impact they have on the black lives matter movement on the African-American community and just their influence and how they inspired us to push for change. How they, how we said, hey, look, we are done being treated this way and we want stuff to change. It's just crazy how this stuff happens. We have one more topic to talk about, the heroism behind all this, my thoughts, and the closing. Here we go. So now the hero is behind all this. Um, when you think of a hero, you think of like, you know, Superman or like Batman. But uh, in other cases, you think a hero as some people think a hero as like their mom or like their friend. A hero in this case would be somebody that has an impact on a large community that that community decides to push for change, decides to become one. And in this case, it'd be the Black Lives Matter movement. Not only do you have to do something really big, like MLK, how he had that, I have a dream speech. Um, you don't have to be pushing for civil rights. Um, you don't have to, you, you don't have to be, Jackie Robinson defying the odds of Major League Baseball and fighting discrimination. You you could inspire others and influence a community to push for change. Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, yes, they both passed away. And yes, it does not seem like they have done nothing other than face the sword of police brutality. But their deaths have helped the African-American community push for change against police brutality and against the system. That's what I would see heroism would be in this case. 
from my perspective, me being an African-American about this whole situation, I would say that it's honestly disheartening and it's honestly repetitive nowadays because it seems like every other day you see on the news that an African-American gets killed by police brutality. And it, it's, it's, it's scary. It lights a fire in you because you're scared as in the fact that if you get pulled over, you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And it lights a fire in you because when you see this, you're like, I want, you know, we, we want change. We want change. We want change. I believe every African-American that has helped push for this movement are heroes. Um, I'm, this is a tough topic to talk about. Uh, I feel as if a lot of people don't take this movement seriously because we see a lot of stuff like BLM is a terrorist organization or BLM's a joke. And it's not only happening. It, this is not only said like outside the Academy. It's also said within the Academy. There's people talking about how George Floyd was killed by the drugs. Apparently there was, um, apparently George Floyd was, he took drugs, but a lot of people say that he died to the drugs. That was not the case because he was fully functional. He was aware of his surroundings. He could breathe beforehand. But it seems like it seems like even though you I went here to the academy, we're still having the same problems and we still have people thinking the same way that they do almost like back home in the outside world. I, me too, would like to see a lot of change. I know it won't happen in the next couple of days, but I know if we keep pushing for it, it can happen in the next couple months, years. We'll never know. But that's the thing. We hope. We hope that stuff will change. And we do this for Trayvon Martin and George Floyd and MLK and Jackie Robinson, et cetera, et cetera. I just, I'm just wishing... I'm just hoping that this stuff does happen. So today we talked about the historical important figures that first started during slavery, during the civil rights whole movement thing. We talked about the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement dealing with Trayvon Martin and really sparking during the George Floyd killing. And we also talked about the heroism behind the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as my perspective on the whole thing. I would like to say thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope this helps you look at BLM in a positive way. I hope this gives you a little insight from an African-American male's perspective on the, everything that's happening. And... uh and I just hope that there's change sooner or later. Thank you for listening. And um, tune in next time.